Welcome. My name is Doug Simcox, and this is Beyond the Shoots. New York has been a part of rodeo for more than 60 years. Today is Wednesday, May 10th, 2023, and we're talking with my co-host, Sam Swearingen, a two-time North America Rodeo Commission Saddle Bronc Riding Champion, about the upcoming PBR Finals, Unleash the Beast, which begins this Friday at 7.45 Central Time, 8.45 Eastern Time. Now, Sam and I will discuss the opening round, breaking news, and Sam will begin to make some predictions. So, Sam, how are you? Never better, Doug. How are you today? I am good. I am good. So, how is Dalen, the reigning PBR world champion, how is he feeling? You know, I seen him today, and he looked great. Um, just not a limp, not anything. He just looked really good. He's starting to look fit again. He's getting in riding shape, and I think he's about ready to do something. Oh, wow. That is excellent. That is excellent. And that is great news. Big news, Kaiki Pacheco, the 2018 champion, comes into this finals, number one in the standings, and he's not on the day sheet, which means he's not going to be competing at the finals. Uh, he fractured his right tibia and fibula in Tacoma with two events to go in the regular season. He had a great season. He won two events this year, Duluth, Georgia in January and Milwaukee in March. We watched him win. We were there when he won the 15-15 bucking battle in Indianapolis in January. But he said that uh, I read that he is focused on rehabbing for the team series. He, he returns to the defending champions, the Nashville Stampede. Sam, talk a little bit about this big news. Well, um, once again, my prediction was wrong. I thought he would compete. I didn't realize the seriousness of breaking both bones. Uh, that really makes it difficult. You can't put any pressure on anything. And, yeah, it, it just is, it would be, he's doing the, made the right decision. Okay, okay. All right. Well, we hope that he heals up, and uh, no doubt he'll be watching the finals um, and cheering on his competitors. So let's talk about a few that we want to follow this weekend. Um, the first uh, is Josh Frost. Of course, he comes from Utah, 27 years of age. Um, he advanced to this finals because he won the Velocity Tour Championship, which paid $55,000. He's had 40 I'm sorry, four 90-point rides, and uh, his riding percent is 47%. Now, he is getting on a bull on Friday evening called Mr. Right Now, right-hand delivery, a 95% buck-off rate, average score is 44 points. Talk a little bit about Josh in this matchup, if you would, Sam. Well, I like Mr. Right Now in this matchup. I don't... It... it you know, I wouldn't think too often you'd bet against Josh, and I w wouldn't put money on it. But uh, I, I just, I just think that uh, Mister Right Now is a really good bull, and Josh might need to get one or two under his belt before he really starts to click and get in the groove. Okay, all right. Well, we'll be watching him. I have marked that you are. 
you'll say Mr. Right Now will be, we'll get the better of that match. Let's move to Canada, Calgary, Alberta. Nick Teets, he has, he uh, won about 12,000 at the Pendleton Whiskey Velocity Tour to advance to this finals. Uh, 36% riding percent uh, percentage. He's drawn a bull called Yuntz Brody's Pet, a right-hand delivery bull, 100% buck off rate, average score is 42, one 45-point ride on the bull. He bucked off Grayson Cole at the Pendleton Whiskey Tour Finals in 7.7 seconds. What about this matchup? I think... I don't think Nick does well. These bulls are a little step above what he's been used to getting on, and it'll be tough, uh, especially the first few rounds. For a young kid coming in with the awe of everything that's going on, to block all that out and ride, that's tough. Very tough. Okay. So get maybe a few rounds in, get rid of those first appearance jitters, and uh, see how he settles in. We'll talk about him later. Uh, we'll talk about him later during the finals again. Let's come back to my my general area here, Middlebury, Indiana. We're talking about Marcus Mass, twenty eight year old cowboy. I met him years ago. Gosh, he was he was riding in Shepherdsville, Kentucky. I saw him up in Abington, Virginia. Ride this cowboy gets all over and and you know he was a team standout this year for the Carol or for the Kansas City Outlaws. Riding percentage about 27%, rides left-handed, has an injured riding hand, and he's drawn the bull war department, right-hand delivery, 93% um, buck-off rate, 145-point ride. Eduardo Aparecido was 89 points at Everett, Washington in April. What do you think? Uh, I don't... Uh... I don't like to say this, but he's got an uphill climb. Uh, mm -hmm. He's he's sore, he's beat up, and this mm -hmm. bull is very good. I I don't think him he'll make the whistle. I'd love to see him do it, but I don't I don't foresee that happening. Okay. It, it, okay. Tough road for Marcus. Tough road. Tough road. Um, but represents the Midwest. Actually, represents us Cowboys east of the Mississippi. So. I, I enjoy cheering him on. Uh, yeah, let's move to go ahead. Uh, the team, the team thing. Uh, he really worked hard doing what he did. Um, they they played him very wisely, matched him up to stuff that fit him very well, and he did fantastic. You know, you can't take anything away from him. It's just that is the new format, and if you got somebody that's really good on certain kind of bulls. You want them on your team because they'll make the whistle. You bet. You bet. And, you know, I heard that he had stepped out as a bit of a leader on that Kansas City team as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just just what he did to get there made him impressed his colleagues. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So let's go to Walla Walla, Washington, the 26-year-old cowboy Derek Kobaba. He's made in his career 25 90-point rides. This season, about 35% riding percentage. Rides left-handed on a bull called July with a left-hand delivery. Buck-off rate for that bull is about 96%. Average score is about 43 points. And Boudreaux Campbell scored 88 points on this bull at Los Angeles in February. 
Derek versus July. What do you think? I really like this matchup. I really like it. <laughs> okay. You think off the bat, you know, Derek, he'd have a tough time. This bull really bucks, really bucks. But mm-hmm. I just, I just like it. I think Derek will do well. I, I, I say he rides him. You know, it's okay. his turn to really turn it on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say he rides him and is for big points. And you know, he turned it on big time during teams. He was their closer, right? A lot of walk-off wins as they described it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've got that marked in gold for Derek. And because you simply, that's kind of your mat. Is that going to be your matchup of the night or too soon to tell just yet? Oh, let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, Sam, let's talk a little bit about Ezekiel Mitchell, big fan favorite. Comes out of Rockdale, Texas, 25 years of age. He's had three 90-point rides. We saw him place third in Nampa, Idaho. And riding right-handed, he's drawn a bull with a right-hand delivery called Skywalker. Average score on this bull's 44. Daniel Keeping scored 89 and three-quarters points at Tucson, Arizona in in, uh, November, I should say. Talk a little bit about this matchup. I like this one also. I, I, you know, if Zeke can keep his chin down and his chest out, it'll be good watching. It, it'll okay. be really good. If he okay. gets a little behind and then he tries to catch up, he usually goes too far. So if he can stay okay. square and keep his chin down and chest out right up over those horns, I, I, it's, this is going to be a good one here to. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. All but, right. uh, I like right. it. I've got it marked. I put another gold one. I'm going to come back and say, what is the matchup of the night, right? Or the first round of just the Cowboys we're talking about. Let's move to a Cowboy you saw grow up. Comes out of the state of Ohio. He's currently living in Statesville, North Carolina, 31 years of age. He wins Tulsa in January, 33% riding percentage, rides right hands, has drawn the bull Soul King, a left-hand delivery. Uh, Marcus Mass rode this same bull in New Orleans for 84 and a quarter points. What do you think? I think he rides them. I don't know if okay. it'll be huge scores. He does all the basics very well. If he gets a good start, he rides them. He is married to a part of our daughter. Carrie and I, we've known this family for forever. It seems like ever since I was about 16, 17 years old and started going to the South. And he came to some of my rodeos and we talked about the family. And there last year, the year before, we were sitting in a lobby. And he said, you might not know this, but I came to your rodeos when I was 10 years old. My uncle uncle had me, drug me around to him. (laughs) Okay. So... I said, no, I wouldn't know it, but uh, I said, don't, I don't know anything when I'm at a rodeo doing, doing the work. I said, don't, don't ask me a question. It's not rodeo related right at the time. So, but a good guy rides good. Yeah, I, I like this and I think he'll do well. And, and we saw him in Las Vegas, um, be a year and a half ago or whatever. Right. And he had hurt his shoulder and just went on and had a great finals, even though he dislocated his shoulder or tore up his shoulder. Do you remember that? Yeah. 
yeah, he he had some hurt ribs and a shoulder, and he just kept gutting it out the whole time. So he he's not going to give up. That's for sure. He's not going to sure. look off and jump off if he's getting a little bit of trouble. He will try to the bigger end. All right, excellent. Uh, then let's move to another matchup, and we've got him on his list. He's a Carolina Cowboy, meaning he's on the Carolina Cowboy team. Wingston Henrique da Silva, 23 years of age, comes from Brazil, comes in 14th in the standings, right-hand bull rider, has drawn the bull, Turner Burner a right-hand bull. This bull bucked off Cobaba in Minneapolis in December. That's about all I've got for stats on this bull. 100% buck-off rate this year. Well, that might end today. Uh, oh, is that right? Okay. That might end today. This this kid rode good last week. He he's, looks like he's got his head on square, or Jerome wouldn't have him on the team. Mm-hmm. So they know what they're doing, and this this could be good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you, do you want me to put this as maybe a matchup of the night uh, in, that, in that bucket or not quite? No, not quite. We'll get to that okay. later. all right then let's let's talk about the 18 year old cowboy out of fort scott kansas tate polmeyer comes in to this finals and i want to say it again 18 years of age comes in ranked 12th we saw him play second in nampa idaho in april he's had one 90 point ride 23 percent riding percentage he's on a left-hand delivery bull called sugar smack Buck off is 100% this year. This is the bull that bucked off Josh Frost at the Pendleton Whiskey Tour Finals in 3.57 seconds. What's your thoughts? I like it. This bull is really good. Really good bull. This this young kid rides really good. I don't know if he rides right-handed or left-handed. This, All right. this is going to be a good matchup. This is a great bull. And, yeah, it, it'll... Yeah, I like it. I, okay. I think he rides them. All right, we're coming back. He is on the gold. He's got a gold mark for right now, which means mm-hmm. he's in the running for the matchup of the evening. All right, let's go to Daniel Keeping. Comes in 10th place in the point standings out of Montague, Texas, 23 years of age. We saw him. We were there. I watched him win Indianapolis in January. Four 90-point rides in his career, 32% riding percentage and the bull he has drawn is punchy pete left-hand delivery this bull bucked off jose vitor lemmy in eugene oregon in february this bull really bucks really bucks yeah not saying he's not rider friendly he's not Uh a dennis the menace nothing like that he just flat bucks and daniel he'll have his hands full i say he bucks him off but it would not surprise me if he wrote him either, but uh, okay. I say bucks them off. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, all right. We're we're in the top ten now. Boudreaux Campbell ranked is coming in number seven, twenty four years of age, down in your neck of the woods, Crockett, Texas. We saw him play second in Albany, third in Sacramento in the fifteen for fifteen, and he is a Carolina Cowboy team cowboy. He's had 13 90-point rides in his career. Right now, riding about 39% of what he gets on. Seven, or I'm sorry, left a left-hand riding hand. And he's drawn the bull Buster Brown, a left-hand delivery. This bull bucked off Boudreaux in Chicago in January. What do you think? 
Oh, I wish you hadn't told me that because I think Rujo's going to ride him. This okay. is a really good bull. He's got a little bit of power, uh, stout, but uh, Boudreau is, he's due. He's been cold lately and hopefully can ride out of that. But this, I really like this bull. Okay. I, I marked it down, uh, Boudreau, ride the bull. Uh, let's go number three. We're going to talk top three now. This cowboy comes in number three, Jasper, Texas, 28 years of age, Cooper Davis, 2016 world champion. Wins Billing, Montana in April. Wins St. Louis in December. Carolina Cowboy team member, right-hand bull rider. He's on a bull called Blown Away, right-hand delivery. Eduardo Aparecido was 7.71 seconds in Chicago. This is going to be another another pretty good matchup. Although the average score, if you ride him, is like 40 and a half. So I don't didn't have a lot of stats on this bull coming in. Cooper rides him. Cooper rides him. He okay. rides him. Yeah, I don't know if he'll be a pile of points, but he'll be 86, 87 in that area probably. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Then this next cowboy had back-to-back wins this year. Little Rock, Arkansas, Los Angeles, California. They call him Mister Ninety Pointer. Comes out of a Mule Shoe, Texas. Twenty-four years of age. He's had thirty-three ninety-point rides in his career. He rides forty-two percent of what he gets on. He's a left-hand bull rider, and he has got the bull that is currently number five in the world standings, called Ricky Vaughn, left-hand bull. 94% buck off. Dana Barbosa was the last one to give him a run. Lasted the longest, I should say, with 7.8 seconds in Tulsa. What do you think? He rides him. He rides him. He rides him. This bull should fit him to a T. Okay. Should, should really be right up his alley. A nice bull. If any of them are nice bull, bucks really, really hard, but uh, I, I like his chances on this it, uh, put him in the matchup pool or what are you thinking yeah he was going to be my matchup of the night oh he is okay mm-hmm. he is all right got it i'm going to mark everything gold here so i know exactly <laughs> so matchup of the night Denton, uh, dalton castle and uh, ricky vaughn then we're down to one so the two-time world champion jose vitor lemmy 26 years of age comes out of brazil Number one in the point standing. Advance from number two to number one because of a Kayaki. Uh, and he's not able to, to make the finals. Uh, three event wins this year. Play second at the Louisville Unleashed the Beast event that you and I were at. He's had 82 90-point rides in his career. 63% riding average coming into this. He rides left-handed. He's on a bull called Blue Moon. Right-hand delivery. 86% buck off. Lucas Davino was the last guy to run at him with 3.71 seconds. Okay. Um, there is a little controversy about what bull he's going to have tonight. Mm-hmm. What was the name of the other bull that it said on the other sheet? Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be Smith, Harper, and Morgan. That's going to be Joe Kidd. Average score, 44 points. 86% buck off rate, one point or one 45 point ride. Eduardo or Parasito rode him in the Northwest Invitational for 91 points. 
Okay. Uh, the blue moon. Is it blue moon or blood moon? Blood moon. I'm sorry. Blood moon. If he has him, I think he bucks off. Really? If he, okay. If he okay. has the other bull, I think he rides him. Okay. All right. So that that's interesting. I like that. I like that. So we got we got. <laughs> so what's your prediction? Which bull does he get on? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, thanks for all that. So your matchup of the first round: Dalton Castle, Ricky Vaughn. I just love the name of that bull. Uh, it it feels it feels right. I'm going to go with you. So when we were in Vegas a year and a half ago, I think it was November, we actually could place some bets. I don't know if you remember that. We, we, I do, I do remember that. <laughs> and you had your handicapper, you called him before we sat down and put any money out, right? Uh huh. Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And one way to bet was to bet on a specific rider to win the round, or another way to bet was either top 10 or the field. You could bet the field, which would be positions 11 through 40. So the prediction I'm looking for, and you have you have a choice. You have a choice. Who wins the first round? Name the rider, or do you want to say top ten or field for this this opening round? What are you thinking? I'm just going to say field because of odds. Really? Okay. So field. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that makes sense. I'm with you. Now, even with your matchup, Dalton Castle. If Dalton I Castle, know. Uh, I know. I was just okay. sweating it, thinking about it, you know, and I think Dalton will be a bunch of points. What uh, would you think? He rides he rides Ricky Vaughn, Mr. 90 pointer, rides Ricky Vaughn. What are they gonna score? Ninety-two. Ninety-two. So you think somebody in the field is gonna be higher than than ninety-two? Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think <laughs> it no, but I'm taking the odds. Okay, <laughs> but, okay. Uh, you know, there, there's going to be somebody come out of there and be a make a whale of a ride. This this pen of bulls, most all of them, you can be right around that ninety point range on. Okay, uh, okay, okay. All right, that's cool. So let's let's. Um, I want to do some matchups here. Okay, mm-hmm. and what it is, I'm going to pick. Uh, we're going to pick a couple bull riders. I'm going to tell you right hand delivery, left hand delivery for the bull. I'm not going to give you the name unless you want it because we've already covered these guys. I want to know, of the matchup, who do you think is going to score more than the other in points or rides longer than the other? So no matter what, we will have a clear winner when it's done. Okay? Okay. First first matchup, Josh Frost on a right-hand bull or Derek Kobaba on a left-hand bull. Do you need more information? No. Uh, okay. Derek. Derek. Okay. I will mark that real quick. Here's another matchup. Your North Carolina Cowboy, Eli Vassbinder, and your Texas Cowboy, Ezekiel Mitchell. What bull did Zeke have? I liked it. Oh, uh, yep. Let me go up here. Let me go up here. You liked him. Sorry. Um, no, that's okay. Uh, Ezekiel Mi- Mi- uh, Mitchell is going to be on Skywalker, right-hand right hand delivery bull. Let's say Vassbinder. Vassbinder. Okay. Yeah. And, all right. Very good. And... The next matchup, the final matchup on Mask About, D- Dalton Castle, and that probably have already probably <laughs> already given it away on this, uh, or Cooper Davis on his bull. I say Dalton. Uh, his bull's 
better than Cooper if he rides him. It won't yep. be a question, but it ain't going to be an easy pass. But right, yeah, I think Cooper does ride his bull though fairly easy. Okay, okay. So shifting off the Cowboys to the other round of competitors, and those are of course the Bulls. Now we're going to talk about the top three Bulls here, but just to give kind of a back background, I want to make sure I'm right on this. During the year, each Bull could keep top their top eight scores for their outs so basically their best eight rides even if they were out 15 times the best eight of their outs count is that correct that's exactly how i understand it so if they have a bad trip they can drop them off you know okay and that's why they keep if if one does bad you know they might bring them to more events to try to get that extra good good trip out of there okay okay (laughs) and then at the finals i read they are guaranteed three outs at this finals this next two weekends and we believe at this point we probably got to do a little more research they are allowed one drop which means two scores at the finals will will count yes that that's the way i understand it okay so let's talk about the top three bulls, and they're pretty close if I look at average scores and that sort of thing. So number one bull is Cool Whip, 98% buck off percentage. Average score is 44, has had 19 45-point rides. His buck off streak, streak is 28. The next bull is Riding Solo, your friend Cord McCoy. Uh, his part owner and him, Bill McCarthy, is his partner. Eighty-five percent buck off. He's on a. He's forty-four points. He's had thirty-five ninety-point rides. So when they ninety-point rides, excuse me, thirty-five ninety-point rides. So when they ride him, there are a bunch of points. He's got a buck off streak right now of six. JRV rode him for ninety-one and a half points at Albuquerque, New Mexico, in the fifteen for fifteen in March. Okay. Yep. Then your final bull, your final bull is out tonight. Lucas Davino has drawn him, Flapjack. 84% buck off rate. Average score is 45 points, 15 45-point rides, 13 buck off streak. Daniel Keeping was 92.5 in Minneapolis in December and was 93.5 on this same bull during teams game eight. So... Your three bulls. You need any more information, or do you? Are you ready? Do you know the bull of the year? No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> are you going? Uh, are you going to predict your best guess? I I will. I really like all three of these bulls, and they're all pretty much different style bucking. Mm-hmm. You know, flapjacks, just really bucks, really good, honest, hard bucking bull. Riding solo, outstanding bull, but you got to get him out of the chute. The bull is so wired to buck. Mm-hmm. He might buck four times before he leaves five feet okay. from the box. He might leap in the box. You never know. They've been doing a really good job with him lately, getting okay. him out of there. I'd love to see riding solo win it again. Uh, but I I would dare say Cool Whip will probably be bull of the year. He does nothing wrong. 
Okay. He just turns back and bucks hard, hard to ride, heavy, just hard. Mm-hmm. So, you know, left-handers don't get along with him. Right-handers definitely don't get along with him. <laughs> he, uh, he, he's just all there, big and strong, and doesn't nothing except for just buck. So, my prediction is Cool Whip will be bull of the year. All right, Cool Whip is Bull of the Year. All right, I've got that marked. So, last time we talked, we talked a little bit about the PBR Finals point system, and if you remember, it paid 560 to win the finals. I gave you all these great, how many each round uh, paid and all that, and you asked me, okay, first pays 80, what does second pay, right? Right. So you issued me a challenge. So I sat down, and for about 18 hours... I got everything, uh, it took me about that long, uh, to put together everything, right? So I understand it. And the answer to your question is, the first place in a round pays 80, second place in a round pays 40. And then it drops from four points each placing down through uh, the top 10. So 80 to win, 40 for second, 36 for third. Now, in the average, 560... To win the average, 350 for second, 250 for third, 150 for fourth, losing a bunch of points as we go. And if you remember, if you're in the 70s, seven points will be awarded for your ride, each ride. If you're in the 80s, eight points. If you're in the 90s, nine points. And if you remember, they have a bonus. If you make eight 90-point rides, you get 72 points all at, all at the end. And your prediction was, no, that's not going to happen. So I sat down, as I said I would, pulled out my old statistician book from college. And what I noticed, there was no highlights. There was no notes. That may explain something, <laughs> Sam. Uh, do you remember the teacher's name? <laughs> I, I don't. You know, I don't remember going to class. So, okay, uh, why does that not surprise me? Uh. <laughs> Two times. Um, so, so I put together and and uh, put together a scenario. I said, okay, a cowboy comes in, and he gets on. He's going to get on eight bulls total. He'll make it to the championship round, and in that. He's going to buck off two bulls, I said, which means he's going to ride about 75%. We're going to give him three wins. We're going to give him two second places. And we're going to give him one third. And that riding 75%, which is a pretty decent average at the finals, he'll walk away with 356 points just for the round wins. Then going a little bit further, I said, okay, of those six rounds, three of them are going to be in the 80s. Three of them are going to be in the 90s, and that will get him 51 points. And we believe, I believe, a finals with that kind of performance, you're going to win the average. You're going to win the finals, which is going to pay 560 points. So total points, 967 points that this cowboy could walk away. Thoughts on that? That's a lot of points. That's from what a they lot had. of points. From what they had at the start. So, it's, uh, it's right at, I believe, we talked about the other day, right at what they came in with. You know, and that's where we go back to saying they want to market the champion at the finals. Right, right. So the average winner 
wins all those points compared to second place. In the rounds, it's double what second place pays. So, yeah, they, they want the champion to be crowned there. And okay. that's okay. That's what sells tickets. And okay. I think it's a good idea. And that's just a lot of points to spread out at one event. At a lot of points, a lot of points. So a big move, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Anybody on a big move could, could uh, it, it's crazy how far you could advance up in the standings. So here were some predictions I already got on the board that you already gave me the answers to, but I'm going to give you another shot and just reaffirm that these are your predictions. Because you've studied a lot since then. I gave you a bunch of information. You talked about who your matchups are for the evening. So first question, does anybody make an eight, uh, make the eight 90-point rides? You said no. Answer is? No. No. Going to stick no. with that. That, that one's an easy one. Nothing okay. else is easy now. That okay. one should be easy. Okay. All right. All right. And who are you picking to win the championship? You said the other day, Jose Vitor Lemmy. Yes, and I'll, I'll stay there. Okay. You also said him for winning the finals. Yep. Going to stand I'm, on that. I'll, I'll do that also. Okay. And then I ask, who do you watch? Now, remember, lots of points, lots of different scenarios. Somebody gets on a tear. I ask, who is who makes the biggest move in the points? And that can be from 40th or 38th place. That can be from third. It doesn't matter. You said Josh Frost. Yes. Okay. And I'm sticking with Josh. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I, I said it. I'll stick with it. The, the Brazilian that just came over that uh, made the finals is going to be a good one to watch too. Uh, okay. Okay. One, one of velocity finals, but uh, the velocity I said, finals. Josh hmm. won the average. Yeah. Okay. But I said, Josh, and I'll stick with it. I'll right. die by All the right. sword. <laughs> well, no, that's okay. I mean, we yeah. can keep changing our bets until we get right until, till they, till the horses get in the starting gate. Hmm. Yeah. So, so how much will the champion earn at this year's finals, including the, the main to win the championships, 300000 to win the finals, 35000 per round? Uh, we said in a perfect world, all things happen. You win all eight rounds, the finals in the world, you get close to $1.6 Your prediction was $1.4 million. You sticking with that? That might be a little high, but okay. I Do you don't... want to change it? No. Okay. Within within uh, five thousand dollars. Within five thousand dollars. Okay. <laughs> and that's nothing. I mean, five thousand there. No, no. That's nothing. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. All right. So then, some other news. Remember that the PBR is celebrating its thirtieth year. We've talked about how great that is. The other thing that we saw is Tuesday, May sixteenth, there will be a Larry Mahan memorial service at the Cowtown. Uh, Cowtown Coliseum in the Stockyards. That's next Tuesday, the 16th, hosted by Justin McKee. Uh, it's great to see the PBR putting on this great uh, Larry Mahan Memorial Service. You know, and it's so well-deserved. The man's a legend. Um, he is the one that really put rodeo on the map. Everybody went and watched it, but he kind of was the first one to have a real big following that everybody just... If you knew anything about horses, you knew the name Larry Mahan. Yep. Yep. 
it's really been great for the sport. Might speculate when he started, it was the RCA, and after he got going, it became the PRCA. I wonder if he put the professional in rodeo. Do, do you know why that happened, Doug? No. Go ahead. Okay. And this is what <laughs> I heard. Now, if it's okay. true or not. That's uh, all right. That's I, and right. I believe, I really believe it is. Yeah. Um, I think they were going to be sued by the RCA, the recording oh. Oh. Uh, record company. Yeah, RCA. Yes. Okay. Well, that's and, that's good. And we can verify this, right? We can. Oh, yeah. This. There you go. Give you another tour. <laughs> I, I think I think maybe that's interesting. I'd not heard that, but that makes complete sense. Makes absolutely complete sense. All right. Yeah. Some other information. I'm understanding you are attending an awards banquet this evening. Well, um, it was this afternoon. And oh, you already did. Yeah. Okay. My beautiful wife, Carrie, she mm-hmm. got an award for, got the Daisy Nurse Award. Daisy and I really, Nurse Award. I don't really know what it entails, but I think it's probably for being kind and caring and oh, compassionate oh. to their patients. So well-deserved and well-deserved. Uh, it, uh, a beautiful thing that the nurse gets a little recognition. Absolutely, absolutely. And congratulations to Carrie and all the words you use to describe the winner of the award describes Carrie. So wonderful. Well yeah. done. Yep. Uh, some more family updates. Let's go to Eli and Raymond. Eli riding Saddle Bronx tonight, I believe. WCRA, big, big money event in Corpus Christi. So Eli Hirschberger, do you know what he's out on tonight? What Bronx he's on? No, I don't. As a matter of fact, I just heard uh, today yeah. that they were both riding this weekend. So, okay. shows you where I'm at, you know. Okay. Uh, okay. Don't call, don't call old Sam, you know. But uh, <laughs> uh, I just, you know, I sent Eli a text and yeah. you know, a little words of encouragement and uh, talked to Raymond today, but. Yeah, Eli hasn't been getting on much anything, and it'll be really tough to knock the dust off it right off the bat. He needs to get on some really nice horses that test his ability and turns loose and really charge that front end. Don't be afraid to get bucked off because it will happen, but if you turn loose and get under your rein, it'll work. You just got to trust your reflexes. Absolutely, absolutely. And then Raymond Hotstedler, he is out Friday night. Uh, yeah. Have you talked with him or know what he's drawn or anything? I I talked to him today, but uh, okay. I didn't ask him what he's drawn. It's a little early, and I oh, probably won't okay. know the horse anyway. I don't want him to get too much on his mind because Raymond is the type of person that can let everything get to his head. I see. I if see. he just... Trust himself because he is good, good, good. He is. And he uh, is. if he trusts himself, he can do it. And he can ride with anybody. He, You know, as much as you drill in his head, you don't compete against the other riders. You compete against mm-hmm. your your horse. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. But when he sees those big names up there, it's like, oh, man, you see who's here? You see who's here? Yeah. Yeah. It don't matter one. You can't control what they do unless you cut their cinch. So <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 
So That's let them do what they're going to do. You do what you do. That's it. Make the, <laughs> make the best of what you got, right? And, yeah. And yeah. when it's your turn, it'll work. So Absolutely. And you know that WCRA event, Big Money, we talked, if you win three in a row uh, of these events, they pay you a million dollars. The rodeo is just getting to be so good now with different avenues. And the WCRA is, I think, trying to do a a marketing thing in rodeo like they're doing in the PBR where the guys will be there. But mm-hmm. it's it's not to that. But they know who's coming because it's set up as a large jackpot coming in. So they know who's coming. Like I think there was probably 75 bulldoggers in there. And there's mm-hmm. probably that in every event. But as it gets to the TV broadcast scenario, they, they know who they got and they can try to push it. They're they're really pushing the people that have won one or two events. Oh, for sure. Are, are trying to get to the million dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, you brought this up to me last time we spoke after we got off the podcast. We always, 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 always ended uh, your rodeos with your Bronx in the arena. It was a beautiful sight. And do you remember the song that we always played? Happy Trails, I think. Happy Trails. So there's all kind of royalty issues with, with music and everything out in the world. So we got to be really careful. But just so you know, I, I, I had two choices. I can sing it a cappella at the end of every one of these. Because <laughs> I think it belongs at the end of this podcast. Uh, um, but, but I took please another. Please don't, Doug. This has been pretty another, good. Took another avenue. I'm working with a very talented singer, a great friend of mine, Lorendi Ruse, out of California, to record some music for our podcast. And yes, Happy Trails will be one of those. Okay. Beautiful. More to come. More to come. Uh, And let's see. What else? What else? Oh, yeah. Give us an update on Colton. Where is Colton? What's he doing? Well, Colton is in Corpus Christi right now he uh just just called me cut in on our conversation i <laughs> pushed ignore real quick <laughs> he so far had a very good weekend he or week good. he yeah he started monday there and they had the bulldogging preliminary round to advance and uh he was pretty long on his first year he was 11 he said it acted he thought it was going to slip a horn so he just kind of did what he had to do to get him thrown. Mm-hmm. And the second one, I got to watch that on Pluto TV. Oh, nice. And made an excellent run. Excellent. He was 4.1 in uh, nice. one second in the round. Wow. Eighth in the average. And he's coming wow. back on Thursday. Okay. And I believe the format, well, they take the top 24 guys, come back. Okay. Uh, okay. In one performance, I take the top eight, and I think the top two out of that performance moves on to the Saturday championship round. Just and two. Just two in wow. every performance. And I mm-hmm. think there that they take those eight guys and compete and take the top four back to, the, to see who wins the event. Okay. So there's a lot of riding and roping and steer wrestling to go to get there but uh he's on his way i couldn't be more proud he's he made a whale of a run and everything worked out 
uh, I just wish him all the luck and just believe in himself and do what he's been practicing to do, and it should be good. Absolutely. No, I'm excited for him. Yes, we we will be rooting him on. Uh, What's it pay to win? What's it pay to win? If you get to the top, you you make the top two in the final round, you win that, what's it pay? I think $15,000. $15,000? I believe so. Oh wow, yeah. that that's game changing money. Yeah, that that. Well, maybe Dad wouldn't have to buy so much hay. <laughs> uh, but I think it's on TV tonight at seven on o'clock. Pluto. Yeah, on Pluto TV, the ride pass on Pluto, which all the PBRs are on channel twenty one fifty on Pluto TV, and I think it's at seven o'clock. Um, Thursday. I didn't check the other days, but I'm going to check so I can watch Eli tonight. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah. I'll, I'll get that turned on as well. All right, Sam, is there anything else that uh, we need to cover? I think we've done a lot till you show my predictions as being foolish, but okay. it, it's it's going to be fun. You know, uh, you know, it's just like in Vegas when we we're picking people and putting a little money on them. You know, it made it exciting. And when you know somebody in there that you like, it just it just makes it all just quite quite the entertainment for the evening. Absolutely, absolutely. And we've got our matchups. You know, uh, uh, just the uh, six cowboys that we've selected. All right, Sam. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you, Doug. And uh, you have a good evening. And tell the family we said hello. All right, you do as well. All right. This is Beyond the Shoots, where we discuss New York Rodeo, the people and the places they take us. Our next podcast will be our review of the World Finals Round 1 and see how Sam did with his predictions. We'll also ask Sam for his predictions for Round 2 for Saturday evening. Be on the lookout for that podcast to drop. We ask you to visit beyondtheshoot.com to find our podcasts, and we hope to begin to distribute them onto the major streaming platforms next week. Remember to visit and follow Betty Johnson's New York Rodeo Museum Facebook page. Lots of great photos, comments, and memories. Until next time, this is Doug Simcox. Thank you for listening. This is where I would normally cue the music. Happy trails to you.